This is the Grouse House Podcast. Welcome to a very exciting wrap-up of the week of footy. We talk- How long does this one go for, Tom? Too long, an hour and 40 minutes or something. We love talking footy. We, we only talk about necessary stuff. No tangents at all in this no. one. And if you like us bouncing pills, come see us live. Two shows in Melbourne with still tickets left and Sydney, Adelaide, TBC. Follow the links in the podcast description to come see us. Tickets moving very quick. Let's get into it. Happy 24th of July, my friends. My name is Broden Kelly from the Footy with Broden Kelly. Alongside me is a man who works at Coles. Mm. Uh, he lent me all his cardboard boxes to do a move this week. It's Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, how are you? Don't even talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... I, just, I went to the shops before and I saw two milks and I thought, well, I have to buy them. Like, it's just inherent in me now. <laughs> I have to buy them. Sure. So, these are two iced coffees I'm going to get you to road test. Okay, all right. One... I don't think you've had. Oh, All right, okay. so I'm handing okay. Tom the first milk. Do you want me to guess what they are? Are you all right? Yeah, I thought my shirt was inside for a second. I, I, I had a... Oh, but it's not. Um, what do, do I want you to guess? Yeah. I want you to tell me what you think of this milk. Yeah. Give it a out of 10 mm-hmm. in a real uh, barstool Dave Portnoy pizza slice kind of way. Yeah. And then I want you to guess what it is. Okay. Okay, so he is drinking... The iced coffee out of a morning brown mug available on our website, Auntie Donna's website. He's looking at it. He's confused. He's taking it all in. That one's very confusing. Tell me about why that iced coffee milk is confusing. It's very flavorless. Flavorless. Yeah. Like, there's not much a lot going on there. Like, usually when you drink an iced coffee, you either get a strong sugar hit immediately because of so much sugar. Yes. Or you get a strong, like, coffee hit. Mm. Whereas this was, like... Like a bit watery, like a pretty much water. Water? You think that milk and coffee is water? I think that's... Um, I, if I had to guess, it could be a very good oat or soy or something or an almond situation. Okay, and give me your number. Uh, I don't like it at all. I'd say three out of ten. <sighs> a three? Yeah. I feel like three is like diarrhea. I mean... <laughs> no, no, that's or a like harsh. an off... It's like if it's like, Dave Portnoy, he mainly gives like New York slices between like seven, like a like a really bad pizza, like yeah. a six, six, five, you know? If you told me this was vegan and the healthiest coffee on the market, I'd be like, okay, I can imagine drinking that. But if I'm comparing this to Farmer's Union or yeah. Nippies or whatever, like, no, I would never, ever opt for this. You know what I mean? All right, we're ready to reveal. You just drank the 5 a.m. organic cold press iced coffee double strength. Yeah. So uh, it has, what is that? Uh, sugars. It's got 12, gra- 12 grams of sugar. Yeah. And I imagine it's real milk. Yeah. If you're looking, if you're out there and you're looking. It's cold press coffee. Yeah. I, I, the, there was not a lot of flavor going on there. I think the Hunt and Brew is even less sugar than that. And I'm now handing nice. Tom a second coffee. What he's looking at this, this is in a simple sort of something you'd see from the 90s, like a tea. He's sniffed it and he's looked at me with intent. He sniffed it and he looked at me with intent. It said to me, I know this. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I, I just. I. I went for a sniff. A sniff. <laughs> I went for a sniff, and um, there's not a strong flavour. You know what I immediately thought? What? 
have I really just offended the people at 5am organics because I've got COVID or something and I've, I'm losing <laughs> my taste because I couldn't smell this at all. Well, I drank a bit of that one. I thought it was good. But no, take a... Did you, but did you feel like it was strongly flavoured? No, I think it's real. I think it's... What I can't taste is any sugar. Yeah, no, And no. so if you put coffee and milk together, that's probably what you get. But there's a lot of sugar in there. I don't get it. Tom, take a sni- snifter. He's drunk some. He leaned away from the microphone. Oh, my God. Awful. Awful. That is so bad. He hates that. Do you? What iced coffee do you like? So, I haven't... So, context. Yeah, he's not... Tom's off sugar. Yeah, I'm on a big diet Tom's thing. off sugar. And it's... Well, I say diet, but it's actually not a diet. Can I let the audience in on something, you know? Yeah, but you are on a diet. I'm on a diet, but what the way I'm thinking about it is I'm fighting an addiction, and the addiction is to sugary drinks. Yes. So I'm trying not to have your Cokes. I, I'm still having iced coffee, but I'm trying to just have the Hunt and Brew one, which is eight grams yeah. of sugar instead of and 54. What I've done is weekly brought you in sugar drinks, <laughs> yeah. which I've just realized. So when I'm I had this one, if you say that's something I've had a lot and I ranked highly, I'll be like, oh my God, I, I, I may have beaten the addiction because that is not nice. Okay. That tastes like, that tastes like, you accidentally dumped half the half the sugar yeah in there on accident. It's uh, like you got kicked in the balls by an elf. It tastes like sugary water to me. Okay, well I'm happy to reveal something to you, Tom. Yes. What you just drank was the Starbucks Frappuccino yeah. milk coffee drink, which I've been known to enjoy. You have. Many times. Uh, it has 26 grams of sugar, Tom. That's still, I mean, it's a very small bottle, but it's not nearly as bad as, yeah, Farmers Union and Dare and all that, which have like over 50 grams. Wow. But I think that means my fighting of the addiction is, is working because I've been told by people that once they have like Coke Zero for three months, yeah. when they go back to Coke, they're like, oh my God, it's it tastes gross. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I've been hoping. Great. Well, there's some two milks. Uh, you don't have to drink them. I think maybe blended together, they'd be nice. Don't put them together. The Frappuccino Starbucks one, I've just looked at, and it's got like sediments to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a, that wasn't... Then neither of them were nice, Brody. That's disgusting. Maybe it's off. I usually like Starbucks, but that was just like sugary water. Tom, mm. you just said sugary water a lot when drinking yeah. nice coffees. Mm. I've, I'm a changed man. Ask me what I did on Saturday. Uh, what did you do on Saturday? Bro? Went to the footy. Oh, did you? But the VFL footy. Oh, yeah. I went to the grassroots. I went back to the community. We made a joke about how much of a nuffy I would be if I did what you did. What? <laughs> I remember we were joking about me yelling um, instructions to Gorn and, um, and Grundy during, <laughs> like, during match simulation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I went down there. I went to Coburg City Oval. Yeah. Paid my 10 bucks. Yeah, nice. Because it's just, it's literally five minutes from my house. So I was moving things into my new my new house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll hop over there for a, cup, for a half, you know, yeah, yeah. just drop, drop in. Put me face in there. Yeah. They'll appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, paid the 10 bucks. Yeah. Parked next to the oval. Like oh, a, lot of, a lot of parking. It's incredible, right? Right. You know where we parked when we had to go to the bank that time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. That's uh, like the aquatic center or something, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's yeah. right next yeah. door to that. So this this is salt to the earth. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, closest yeah, yeah. you can watch Brody Grundy 
within a walking distance of a baker's delight. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I parked the car, walked in, 10 bucks, there's Brody Grundy. Yeah. You know, there's a premiership player, yeah. James Harms, yeah. just going about their business. Yeah. Went up, and here's the best bit, Tom. Yeah. Went to the canteen there. Yeah, I wanted to ask about this. That's what it's all about, yeah. isn't it? Because you're giving back to the community. Dim sim and a hot dog. When you get a hot dog yeah. at the MCG, mm. it's going in some fat cat's pocket. Yeah. When, I, when you buy a hot dog and a potato cake, which is what I did, at Coburg City Oval, that's mm. gone into the commu- community, oh, Tom. Yeah. So I had a hot dog and um, potato cake. How much? Uh, I don't know. Was there a long line? Well, I waited longer than I would have liked, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, like a 10-minute wait? Like, like two, two Was minutes. there multiple canteens or just the one? There was two staff members, probably, you know, maybe they were volunteers. Yeah. And that's another part, great part I the community yeah is uh yeah and so i yeah i I don't know what i don't know what i paid but i got a sun kissed Mm. a potato cake and a hot dog yeah uh potato cake great could have used a bit of chicken salt on it oh what was it just completely saltless yeah nah that's not right and then the hot dog. Did they have sachets of salt for you to salt your own potato cake? Because that's going to set me the off. The game had started. I wasn't about sort of, you know, taking my time. I wanted to get in there, yeah. get a, you know, get moving. And uh, so I just sort of had it. And it was, you know, crispy and well done, you yeah, know. Yeah, sure. But this place, they were doing burgers. They were mm. doing dimmies. They were doing the Bay Marie. And it was yep. all going. It was yep. all, and, but a criticism of the Coburg Lions Football Club. Mm. No signage. No prices even. No prices, no signage. Like a bit of a check our website, Yamalaka sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know website. We're not talking... This is uh, at the best you're getting a blackboard with it, which an old nan has written with her arthritic chalky fingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The scoreboard was one dude sort of just watching. Yeah. And then when it happened, when someone kicked something, like if someone kicked a goal, it'd be an over. Yeah, And yeah, when yeah. someone kicked a point, it would be a run. Mm. And then... Uh, when someone oh no it was out wicket and then when and the total was the runs yeah that's very and I was like this is this is soul to the earth Mm. you know what I mean this is well back to the roots and I got bored and left after about an hour but at the end of the day that's what we're about Mm. here and uh, so what I want to say get out of your community and Mm. get on the footy yeah had a bit of feedback that we uh, should play two games yeah let's play those two games right now hit that stung. Okay, Braden. So we're going to play... Do you want me to tell the audience what games we're going to play? Yeah. So we're going to play Warple and we're going to play Footy Grid. Tom, you were desperate to play Warple. You said, Tom, Broden, can we please play Warple? I love Warple. What, oh, now, Tom, what is Warple? So Warple is like Wordle, but I think it's like you... Put in a player, mm. and then it will have a bunch of stats yeah. that you're either close or wrong or whatever on. Yeah. And then like such as club yeah. or position, and then you'll be able to work out the player. Great. So I'm just going to be the game's master, and you're going to play both of these games, Brent. But Tom, playing games when we should be talking about the footy, isn't that stupid? No, this is about AFL football. Oh, and isn't Warple a player? And you're just content mongering. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and that this is, we have to break this up for TikTok. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> this has to be a TikTok. So I'm going to put on my TikTok energy, okay? Yeah, great. All right. So uh, let's just play this dope game. <laughs> All right. So you got eight guesses. Give me any player to to kick us off. Uh, um, uh, uh, um, <laughs> any player. Yeah. That's too many. Any player. Um, 
You've just got to throw one out at random. To like a wordle when you Sam, just choose a player. Sam Frost. Sam Frost. From the Hawthorne Football Club. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Team. Wrong. State. Correct. Position. Wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm sound like I'm very wrong. Yeah. Then debut after 2012. Height. Taller than 194. Age. Lower than 29. Number. Higher than eight. For- I wasn't listening to a word you said. Yeah, this is going to be hard, isn't it? So what's what, go again? Go all right. Who are you saying now? No, are you going to? No, it's that? your guess now. Off that. Do you want me to just play? It's a one-two. It's a back and forth. So uh, we get a guess each. Okay. So I'm going to go debuted after 2012. Yep. Height taller than 194. So, but a Victorian team. So why don't we go Gorn? Well, Darcy Moore. You want Darcy after Moore. 2012? Sure. Okay, Darcy. it's Darcy Moore. We got it in two. Congratulations, Tom. Well, we haven't we haven't checked yet. Did we get it in two? Okay. Oh no, we were so wrong, Broden, because Colin was wrong. Victoria's right. Okay. Key defender. We already had a key defender, so we were wrong about that. Uh, but Darcy Moore's a key defender. Yeah, and we were wrong about that with Sam Frost. Oh, Price. I see. So he debuted before 2015. So Wait a in minute. Between 2012 and 2015. Is it is Mason Cox from Melbourne? Yes. No, he's not. He's from Texas, Tom. Oh, right. No, I think the state where they play is... You had to play the comedic straight guy there. You should have gone, no, you doofus Broden. Sorry, I'm not following because I want to communicate to you. This, <laughs> the, the person is less than 203 centimetres. Okay. Older than, older than 27. So this player is 28 years old. Okay. But they debuted... Yeah, so they're, old, they're 28 years old. Old, I think. And they don't play for Collingwood, they don't play for Hawthorne. Yeah, but they're from Victoria and they're not a key defender. Do they play in Melbourne? Do we know that? Well, it says Victoria. It's got green for Victoria. So we've got the Oh, state it's right. not where they're from, it's where they play. I believe so. I've okay. never played Warple, I don't think. So let's think of Richmond for a uh, Richmond player, maybe, or a Essendon tall yep. player. Yep. But who's 28? 28. What does that mean? What, what, what? So oh, they're younger in their prime. Than, younger than Sam Frost, older than Darcy Moore. In their prime? Z is tall, tall, tall. A tall, tall player. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, could be a forward, yeah? Who's a tall... Well, it's not a defender, that's for sure. It could be a 2012. Midfielder. Yeah. Oh. No, they debuted after 2012, I believe. Yeah, so they're old. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of a tall forward. Who's a tall forward in the game? The number's less than 32 because Darcy's 30. Who's a tall forward? Tall forward, the- but not too tall. Not like Ruck forward. Why don't we go someone from Melbourne? No, we don't have any of the like Tom McDonald, I guess. How old's he? He'd be he'd be in his thirties actually, probably too old. Melbourne's yeah. wrong. I'm thinking like a St Kilda. Tim Membry? Membry, how old do you reckon Membry is? He'd be old. But I not that he's old. Too old. Yeah, too old. Why don't we oh, go I wanna die, I wanna die. Why don't we go Jeremy why, we... why don't we go Jeremy Cameron? I was gonna that's a good idea, but I was gonna say why don't we stop doing the podcast and just like <laughs> stop doing this ever. <laughs> it is not fun for you? Well, just this whole... It's all... I'm stressed. Yeah. I'm going to try Jeremy Cameron, and I'm sure I'm going to get roasted because, like, he doesn't fit any of them. He could be 28. Okay, so Geelong gets a yellow. What does that mean? He played for them? I don't know what that means. I don't know what the yellow means. Yellow is not correct, but it's in the wrong place. So, oh... That's what it means in Wordle. Yeah, but how does that work? Geelong. (laughs) That doesn't work at all. So, Victoria is correct. Key forward is wrong. So he's a midfielder, a tall midfielder. Jeremy Cameron started in 2012, so we were wrong about that. It could mean right player, right team, wrong player. So let's think of their tall midfielders, like uh, Blitzarves, Tim Kelly. Um, Tim Kelly plays for West Coast. Blitzarves, not Tim Kelly. It's Ke- not Tim- Geelong. It would be green if it was Geelong, wouldn't it? 
That's what I'm saying, but wrong player. No, no, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't It'd know. have to be green. So we haven't even got the club yet. And we've got four more guesses. Oh. So not Hawthorne, not Collingwood, but Geelong is yellow, which I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> right, let's think of it. Someone's in their car or train, like, <laughs> screaming. I know. <laughs> this is funny, funny choice to, 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 to play this. Um, so that... It's Jeremy Cameron's 30 as well, so we stuffed that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 28, 28, 28. So let's just think of another club. Can't. Western Bulldogs. Let's go for Bulldogs. What about Bont? No, because he's a midfielder. Yeah, let's go Bont. 28, tall. Let's go Bont. Tall. Marcus Bont and All right, now we're on something. So Western Bulldogs is yellow. Vic is correct. Mid is correct. 2014 debut is correct. But taller than 194, older than 27. You said we're on to something. Yeah, well, we've got three correct. So we need a Victorian mid who debuted in 2014. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who's the he debuted, who, who was in Bontempelli's draft year? He plays with Bulldogs. No, no, no. Bulldogs is yellow, so it's oh, okay. too long. So I don't know what that year. means. Bontempelli. I don't uh, know what the yellow means, Broden. I don't know either. Should I check the legend? Yeah, check the legend. Uh, right. and, and no, that doesn't mean he asks me, folks. All right, this is funny. Oh, that was good, Brent. You get eight, so green in any, any column indicates a match. Yellow in the team column indicates the mystery player's team shares one or more colours. Oh. So this is important to know. <laughs> blue. It must be blue. Yeah, it must be blue. Or it could be white because Bulldogs. So North Melbourne, twenty-eight-year-old. North Melbourne, twenty-eight-year-old midfielder, who debuted in twenty fourteen. No. Well, it could be Carlton. Yeah, maybe Crips. Crips. Crips that old? Crips. Give me Crips. Is Crips that old? It could be Crips. Okay. Give me Crips. Show me Crips. Patrick Crips. Oh, I feel good about we Crips. We got it. Yes. You solved it in five guesses, you malaka. Hit that sting. Woo. Man, I feel I, like that was more me than you. I feel, no, it was me. I feel alive again. I feel like I, I feel like I'm... In my first production of Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Just alive with this, the love of theatre. Okay. I feel like you need to know the numbers of the players and their ages and their heights to be which, good at this. Which is where people come to this podcast for the actual details and stats. Yeah. All right. This one I think you'll like, Broden. This is really fun, this one. It's called footygrid.com. Have you played this? Oh, I. you know I have. To- no, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Great. I play uh, games. So this is... With your love. So there's nine grids and you've got to work out a cross-section, Broden. Okay. Okay. So the first grid is Dockers. Then you've got Essendon. Then you've got more than 50 goals in one season. And what's the the goal, though? The goal is to find the most rarest player that goes into that grid. Oh, Jesus. So on the other grid, you've Ah, got Lions, Giants, Collingwood. So the first thing you need... I've seen this on TikTok. Yeah. So the first player you need is a Dockers. You know what else I saw on TikTok? Yeah. A lot of dark sort of car crashes and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My algorithm, you're not good. Yeah. So we want a player that's played for Fremantle and Lions, the rarest player also, you can just, think I'm of. I'm getting a lot. I don't know why. I'm mm. trying not to make this in my algorithm, but just a lot of girls jumping. I mean. That's, I didn't do that. Wow, something you did. Well, actually, do you know what? Yeah. It's in the footy TikTok, so I'm sharing it with you. The footy TikTok it is could so be dark. You. The footy TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> the footy TikTok is so dark. We share an al- we share an account, yeah. and so we've got this weird Tom Broden algorithm yeah. going. So my algorithm on my TikTok is South Park and a lot of music producers. Oh right? yeah, yeah. That's mostly what it is. And All when right. I when I got onto the footy TikTok the other day, I didn't realize it was on there, and it was like. 
fights in Maccas. And just that, a lot that, of that's me. That's stuff, me. That's me. Like, oh, God. Uh, but I don't get a lot of ladies jumping. Yeah. All right. The rarest player you can think mm. of who played for Freo and the Lions? Rare, uh, Lockie Neal. <laughs> Lucky Neil. But that's okay. that's not rare. We gotta go rarer, yeah? I mean, it's very I couldn't complete this this morning. When, okay. when I played yesterday's, I couldn't complete it. So okay, I let's think, just go Lucky Neil. I think go with Lucky Neil. eighty four percent or something? That's ninety seven percent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now a player who's played for Essendon and Lions. Essendon and Lions. I'm Joe, gonna let you Joe play. Danaher. You wanna go Danaher? Yeah. You can't think of anything. I think rare. the win will be me finishing this. Yeah, right, okay. How do you, Joe Dunham? Oh, actually, I got a better one. Mel Michael. Too late. It was uh, 95%. Now you want a Brisbane player who kicked more than 50 goals one season. And it can't be John Brown. We're going to try and get the lowest number. Yeah, the, the rarest. So you get a rarity yeah. score at the end. And Alistair the lower, Clarkson. The Clarkson? Uh, sorry, Alistair. Lynch? Lynch. Al Lynch, yep. Alistair Lynch, 51%. Brian, yeah, okay, I'm a king. All right, Dockers Giants. High, high goals for Dockers Giants. No, no, sorry. A player who's played for the Dockers and the Giants. Oh, uh, uh, the the first guy, Reese Palmer. Oh, really? I was going to go Hogan. That was one of their first recruits, Reese Reese Palmer. Reese Palmer's seventy three percent. Oh, come on, Essendon Giants. Essendon Giants. Essendon Dylan Shield. Dylan Shield's the obvious one. What about that young bloke who played for the Tigers as well? Oh, no, no, no that wasn't GWS. That was Gold Coast. Yeah, Essendon. Uh, who'd you say? Dylan Shield. Shield. Well done, Broden. That's 97% too. <laughs> you are a basic. I'm a base. I'm uh, mid. Giants, 50 goals in one season. Yeah, well, it has to. There's, I, I imagine it's only either been Toby Green or Jeremy, or Jeremy Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. So I'll go Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron. That is 96%, so not doing very well. No. Uh, Dockers and Col- uh, Collingwood. Dockers and Collingwood. And this is a player who's played for both. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's heaps. There's heaps. Look at Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant. Yeah. I was thinking of who played, who just recently played for them. With the fizzy hair. Yeah, that was cool. Chris Tarrant was 67%. Yeah, better yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit older. I'll use my age. Player from Essendon and Collingwood. Player from Essendon and Collingwood? Yeah. Do you have one? No, I was just... You were doing so good, I stopped even thinking. A player from Essendon and Collingwood. Essendon and Collingwood. Essendon. And Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood players. Hmm. Player who has played for both Essendon and also Collingwood. I actually can't think of one. (laughs) Skip it for now? Yeah. Uh, Collingwood... And 50 goals in one season. Anthony Rocker. Rocker. R-O-double-C-A, Tom. His brother that played is 60%. In the oh, yeah, okay. One more guess left for an Essendon Collingwood player. Oh, I, 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 I don't believe anyone's ever played for both. Can't think of one. Uh, I mean, a lot of our guesses were very recent, so... Is there a way, is there a hint recent. situation or a... Uh, no, no, not that I can so see. So the game... <laughs> I, we can't just leave this not done. I know. You have to guess someone. I, um, Even if it's wrong. Yeah. It won't accept it if it's wrong though, yeah? No. Like it won't accept it if it's not a person who's played for both. Well, I could put it in and then we'd just get it wrong. I believe. I don't know if that's the case because I saw someone playing and it won't accept it. Oh, really? So if I put in James Hurd. You want to go James Hurd? Select. Stats coming soon. You got two eight out of nine, Broden. Well uh, done. A score of 741. Well done, Broden. 
James Hurd didn't play for Collingwood. No, but you did good. I can't think of any. Can you see the results of the highest on those or no? A screenshot without spoilers? No. <sighs> oh, well. Well, that's still pretty fun. A fun thing to do with friends. Yeah. Why not play it? With your friends, mm. or by yourself, probably, because it's a game, sort of a one-person game. Yeah, yeah. Hit that sting. Let's talk some footy games this weekend. As we mentioned the other day, we now have a TV in the room, and mm. I've put live KO on the TV right in front of me. And we are recording this as the Andrew Gaze segment, Turn It Up, goes out live. Oh, turn it up. He's, go, he's, he's showing some funny videos and then he's saying something and then he's saying turn it up at the end of it. Yeah. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the first game of the week, which was Essen and Doggies on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, hit me. Who are Essendon? Why, why, what, are, what are Essendon, Tom? I feel like two weeks ago, I came around to the Bombers yes. and I said, hey... Who's this team? The Bombers. Yes. The Bombers. Mm. I like the Bombers. Yeah. And then they've let me down two weeks in a row. Yes, correct. I tipped them two weeks in a row. I believe, Broden, I could be wrong, except for the very obvious, I don't think I've tipped them correctly this year. Mm. Remember how I kept tipping against them and they kept yeah. winning? Yeah. They, they've let me down a bit. Yeah. They've really let me. Is it because they're a developing team? But I thought a few weeks we were talking a weeks a few weeks ago we were talking about, hey, they're starting to become consistent. They're putting away the games they need to win. Mm-hmm. That Port game lost after the siren, looking yep. fantastic. What are these? What is this? I don't know. They're just not. I mean, maybe they are just not quite there yet. I don't know. Like they just haven't been performing. Can I tell you something else? Yeah. Is Gazy just threw to a video yeah. of a sort of a home recorded wedding? Yeah. Uh, like on a camera and a, a, there's a bride and blood is gushing from her nose. Oh, right. And then, they th- and then he came back and said something and then the crowd went, turn it up. And now there's a hand glider and he, he flew into a palm tree. I'm not a- sure that having the TV on has been good for your podcasting brain. <laughs> but it's just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm reporting live. <laughs> I'm commentating, turn it up. Yeah, you're commentating bounce live. Yeah. Um, don't be distracted from Essendon, though. They, no, unacceptable. They deserve, they deserve uh, your much maligned uh, hatred. And then Bontempelli, 29 disposals, two goes two. Goes two yep. And kicked everyone's bottom. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm more annoyed at Essendon. Yeah. No, like they're not showing up when it matters. Peter Wright, three goals, one. That's good. Lots of fun. Three goals, one from two meter Peter. Mm-hmm. I think you try what the rule with him is you try and rhyme as much as possible. Sure, yeah, yeah. Jumaru Yep. Three goals, two. Yep. But uh, what were your thoughts on this game? I didn't have a lot, to be honest. I, yeah, I really expected it to be a great game. And I really expected, even at halftime, I thought doggies might do their, you know, go a bit cold for a quarter sort of thing. Yeah. And they just didn't, really. Did they give us a four-quarter game of consistent football? It's hard to know when Essendon just doesn't show up like that, right? Yeah. Like, even Zach Merritt, who I've been hyping up as a Brownlow chance, even though he's been suspended. Because this is a tier A... <laughs> A tier A Marvel game. Mm-hmm. The two uh, two Marvel teams going at it, as we said the other day. Yeah. And it, you look at the score and you go, well, what a fizzer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
And just, you know what? Just a, Channel 7 work really hard for you guys and for you to just not show up, Bombers. Yeah. Because Channel 7 want you to put on a show. Yeah. And you do this? Yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. The question for me is now Essendon are down to 11th on the ladder, which is probably where they deserve. And it looks like we, yeah. doggies are properly in the eight now, which is good. We are getting very, very close to saying farewell bombers for the year. Yeah. As far as finals contention. Yeah, they're only a game back still. But they're, a, they're a game out of the play-in, Tom. Yes. They are sitting <laughs> at 11th on the ladder, 98% percentage. So, yeah, a, yeah, very not a huge percentage difference between them and Richmond. Yeah. the problem They with are it, two points behind them. The problem with Essendon, right, is they have the easiest, I believe they have the easiest draw imaginable where they've played West Coast twice and North twice. And they've still got West Coast and North to come. The Swannies next. West Coast next. North next. Yeah. So they probably... GWS. Well, it's probably an L, isn't it? And then finally finish on a nice... They don't even need to show up for the round 24. It's the easiest game of the year when they play Collingwood. Yeah. There's a chance, right, that they're playing Collingwood to get into the finals. Yeah. I, I think what's more likely is that because of their easy run, they just get a berth and it's just could have gone to someone more worthy. They're fighting it out, though. Like, Carlton won't let them in. Or no. they will be very... Geelong won't just let them walk all over them. GWS, who they no, play. No. no, thank you. That'll be that'll be a tight game. Mm. And Richmond as well, still hanging around. Barely. Mm. But uh, yeah, st- strange old game. But then we went to bed Friday night. Yeah, we did. And we woke up Saturday morning. We went, went about our business. Mm. Some of us went to a VFL game. Yeah. But then Hawthorne woke up feeling fierce. Mm. They said, I'm, I'm giving... I'm giving angry for I'm giving angry. Mm. And they pumped Richmond all day mm. until the last quarter. It was almost 40 points, wasn't it? I yeah, think, I, yeah. I, I think the lead pushed out to about there. Mitch Lewis, four goals, two. Chad Wingard, welcome back, three goals, one. I don't know if he's back this week, but welcome back. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Welcome back. Welcome, yeah, back. welcome back. Even though our rumor mill saying that he wants to go and play for the Blues. Does he? That's what our people said. That someone men- messaged us that. Oh, right. Could, I didn't uh, see that. But I don't know if it's true. Is it? Yeah, right. Then Timmy Taranto was saying, hey, I'm Richmond's best player. Yeah. 23 disposals, three goals. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're Richmond, how do you walk out of this game? What do you What do you say? I think if I had a knock on Richmond earlier in the year, it was that they didn't do this. So I'm feeling very positive about this. You're happy with Richmond? I think, yeah, like, didn't they, well, they started off the year with a draw and my memory might be uh, um, betraying me here, but I feel like my knock on them was that, yeah, they weren't, you know, showing that fight and really Mm. showing up and that's when Dimmer said, all right, I'm done. It's true. They're still in the fight. At the end of the day, it's as simple as that. They're still in the fight. There was a few Richmond fans who messaged me or sent Mm. me photos saying, I left early. Yeah. They, and it's disgusting. Yeah. They... Said we can't come back. I'm. We're not going to win. I'm going to go home. Mm. And they left the game early. It's disgraceful. What a disgusting thing to do. Mm. You're they. The least you can do is even. I would never here. Never leave a game early. Mm. Even if the game's shit. Yeah. Even if there's train issues. Mm. Don't leave the game early. I think you get that tattooed on you somewhere. Well, I don't know what you has to do with me. <laughs> Never leave a game. That's been your motto since day one. 
Hey, I've got some news to break. Alright. Are you aware that all the presidents of every club met at a mansion in Werribee last week? No. That that mansion in Werribee? Yeah. The Werribee Mansion. Well, or maybe so it, maybe it isn't that one. They met at a mansion. Because that would be funny. Let's go I look out to Werribee. They went to the Werribee Mansion. <laughs> That's so funny. They had their summit kind of thing where all the presidents get together and they start to... The AFL puts to all the presidents, hey, we're thinking this. Yeah. Hey, we're thinking that. That's why we've been getting those discussions about play-ins mm. and, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Someone's leaking. Yeah. So, here's one thing that came out of this, out of the meeting, right? Genuinely. Mm-hmm. One international, oh, international, why do I always say that? One interstate mm. president put out there, hey, we should have a three-game grand final, best of three. And then it was so kind of said as a, you know, oh, that's funny. Yeah, because it goes around every now and then, doesn't it? And then it was raised on the last day of this summit as a legitimate, I want to put this forward, yeah, by right. another president from yeah. interstate, that you would play a game... I guess it would be a game at one team's home, mm. a game at another team's home, the opposition's home, and then maybe an MCG. Mm. And uh, the idea is, you know, it becomes the same as NBA or yeah. I don't know cricket or yeah, you know, we or home, or, you know, baseball. Those yeah. games where they have bests of. Yeah. And the idea is, both teams in the grand final get a chance to make huge money off it, an yeah. extra game to make huge money off it. Um, but what are mm, and then it says to me that like presidents in a state are like hey we have great team we, you know if we have a really good team mm. the beneficiary is the MCG every yep. year yep what would you say to a best of three uh, I am staunchly against it because of one simple reason there's nothing worse in the NBA Mm-hmm. than when a team wins in the NBA the championship away from home. Yeah. It is the most awful, boring, stale. The players are celebrating. No one cares. Everyone's sad. Yeah. It's, imagine if Melbourne, you know, won in West Coast, you know, and it was 80,000 West Coast fans there, you know? like Gross. It's so boring, you know? It really is boring. And I know every interstate listener is probably going, that's what it feels like for us, you know? like. Well, let me tell you something, Tom. Yeah. As a Melbourne fan who has watched a lot of games at the MCG mm-hmm. and is staunchly of the belief that the MCG is where the grand final is. Yeah. When my team won a grand final interstate yeah. that I couldn't go to, it lost nothing. Yeah. So I was always, always, always of the belief it's not a grand final unless it's at the MCG. Yeah. And then I watched... Both the the Richmond Geelong 2020 Gabba one, mm. and then also the uh, Optus Stadium 2021. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy hell, that's just wrong." Yeah, right. If there's big enough, st- you could have an incredible grand final at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Optus Stadium's already proved it. The Gabba was fine. Mm-hmm. SCG probably yeah. could do one. I don't know if there's any others outside of that. Mm. Maybe Marvel, but you wouldn't. No. Um, but there, were, there are other stadiums in Australia where you could where you can make an incredible grand final. So for a while, I went away from it. Went, hang on, that is actually a cool idea. In the in the in the NFL, the Super Bowl, it's a really clever incentive. Is if if you build your because they're all private organisations, mm. every uh, NFL team. If you build a new stadium, you get in the line for a Super Bowl. So yeah. LA built a brand new incredible stadium. 
a year or two ago and they got the Super Bowl. Mm. Year after that, I forget where it was last year, but they if you build a new stadium, you get a new Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, which is very, very clever. Do you think that the MCG is a neutral Coliseum uh, on grand final day? Well, that's the thing, right? Is I was, so I went away for, so I went away from thinking that it's it must be at the MCG, but I've since gone back to it. The truth is, right, and what no other sport has in the world is the AFL started there mm. and it's been there forever. Yep. On that one square, what is it, 150 metre like yeah. bit of bloody turf. Oval. Where blood has been spilt. Mm. Some people are probably pissed. It's, 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 it's 85% history. Mm. Tangible, malleable history. Yeah. Sure, there's four teams who call it a home ground. Mm. Can you name them? Uh, it would be Melbourne, Collingwood, Hawthorne, and Richmond. Correct. Mm. Even cool. though there's four people that call them home, mm. which is the it is a shame mm. that that's not completely independent. It's the only place in Australia. It's one of the very few places in the world where a hundred thousand plus can go and watch a game. Mm. Three. It's just the most special place in the world. And I know we go off it all the time and say, oh, but Adelaide has a nice standing area and Perth's mm. is brand new. And the MCG is the best place in the world. It's mm. so, so good. You can't replicate the history of it. You can't replicate the size of it. There's no other city in the world where 100,000 people are going to show up to a grand final there. Well, last week... Tottenham, two international EPL teams that Alp just couldn't fill it. Mm. I know it was a working school night, blah, blah, blah. If that was in Melbourne, it would have been 100 plus, mm. 100,000 plus at that game. It deserves it and it has. Go- it is going to get it for the next 50 years. Yeah. And there's actually nothing they can do about it unless they want to play a massive lawsuit and not, and not fulfill that. Yeah, right. The only thing I'd be interested in, I'm, I'm not interested in the home and away rubbish, but I, I could get on board with a rotation in 2051, 2071. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will. I'll be shitting my pants by then, and I won't. Oh, be, I won't. Will not be with us. But I will be calling Sen, <laughs> which will still be going strong in that time. Of course, now that they're in the netball, their diversification. So the other thing that happened at this uh, billionaire summit is they came back. They put to them, "How do you feel about the play-in?" And the feedback was, "We don't like it. We think that twenty-four rounds is enough to get a decision on which way." the season should go hmm. fair but it's not over yet right I disagree with that okay do you know why because not because it, some people have an easy run like Essendon this exactly year. right yeah. yeah so oh yeah we had 24 rounds to decide it but yeah exactly Essendon played West Coast 17 mm. times so that's yes yeah totally I guess the thing is Braden sometimes when we get to this point of year I go Collingwood and Port are there, you know? Brisbane and Melbourne deserve to be there. Maybe Essendon sneak in, but if GWS and Carlton and that are really, really as good as I think they are, then no, they will beat Essendon out, you know? So I don't know. Like, it I'm would a only bit it would, way. It would be one, two, three, four, five, six locked. Yep. Seven, eight plays nine, ten. Yeah. Which I think is completely and entirely fair. Yeah, I'm up. I, I think that's really fun as well. I'm, I'm up for that. I, I am 100% for it. Yeah. I think it would be freaking great. Mm. It would add a fifth fun week of finals. Yeah. That's kind of half fun. It would just be so good. If it doesn't work, get rid of it the next year. Sure. Just yeah. try things, like guys. Like AFLX. Like AFLX. Now, the next game we're going to talk about, 
Congratulations, Mr. Kerno. It's Carlton West Coast. Mm. Now, I was seeing Barbie at this time, Tom. Oh, how was it? Barbie was great. Yeah? Yeah, really, really good. Greta Gerwig's the friggin' modern goat. She's so good. Mm. Do you know Greta Gerwig? Uh, we talked Greta about Greta. She made Ladybug. Bug. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really good. I was with a lot of women. Yeah. And uh, they thought it was really good. Yeah, good. Crying. Laughing. Crying. Laughing. Wow. There's some very funny bits in this movie. Yeah, right. Um, there's a bit of narration halfway through the film. There's, there's a funny thing. There's a very funny moment. Okay, great. I, I laughed for about 30 seconds at one bit. Yeah, great. Should I ruin it? Uh, not for our listeners. You could ruin it for me, but not for our listeners, no. Should I do a spoiler alert thing? Yeah, do it. Skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to be spoiled for Barbie. Yes, 30 seconds. My favorite bit was there's a bit where um, Barbie is saying, I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not, I, I feel, I feel in, I'm, I'm not perfect. Mm. And then a narrator out of nowhere comes in and goes, We'd like to point out that this that Margot Robbie was the wrong person to cast in a person who doesn't think they're the most beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, so let's just see out the next thirty seconds. I think that was thirty seconds, wasn't it? No, that we're at. I reckon we're at fifteen. You've got no concept of time, mate. Do you reckon that was thirty? I reckon that was a tight thirty. Yeah. Well, you'll know in a few hours, and you'll message me. <laughs> you know what happens on our on this podcast is yeah. we say shit. Yeah. And they go, there was this article. There was this person said this, and then yeah. like. It'll be 11 o'clock at night on Sunday and then I'll start getting links from Tonga. See, it was this. <laughs> it was that. It's never I uh, told you so. It's more of a, this is what I was talking about. Yeah. This is what I couldn't explain to you properly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, welcome back. Goes, it, Barbie's worth it. Um, there, there, was a, there was like 12 little girls, like mm. I'd say 10, yeah. 10 to 12 going to see it. And it, like in a group and I was like um, to someone and he was like, off to see Oppenheimer, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. They're off to see Barbie. Carlton West Coast. Yep. Now, how many goals did he kick? That's Ten. what. That's the only story from this game. How many goals did he kick? Ten, three. If he had kicked one more, he would have beaten West Coast by himself. Charlie Kerno, shame. 194 centimetres and 94 kilos. 194, 94. Mm. And he kicked 10 goals, three. Yep. Now, the reason I brought up Barbie is I was standing there and someone said he's kicked 10 or he kicked seven or eight at the time. And I said... The right thing to do would be to not kick the goals and to say, I'm playing West Coast. They're, they're a Bitcoin of a football organization. They don't exist. <laughs> let's, we don't, we just let them, we just, we don't kick goals. We, we can hold it in front and go, yep, I obviously did kick that. You can do like <laughs> gentleman goals, I think. Yeah, sure. This is a gentleman goal and then you throw it away. Yeah. I think that's what they should have done. That's my hot take. That's an interesting one. Don't really know how to quantify that. Well, that's that's a gentleman. That is the gentleman's agreement, I believe. Yeah, right. Let's talk. Let, I feel bad for West Coast. Let's try. Let's give us a minute mm. of all the positives about Essendon from this game, where they lost by they would their score was doubled. Well, they didn't lose by nearly as much as like a couple other losses. So that's so a big good. positive. Yeah. Um, you know, a game where Alex Witherden is the best player is it's exciting. Gaff was good. That's good because he's been really, really, really poor some weeks. So good on him for showing up. <laughs> All your positives seem to be it's not as shit as it has been. Gaff literally had like a game where he had like eight disposals and lost, where they lost by 200 points. So good to see him have 30 and kick a goal. Good on you, Gaff. I think that's enough. That's enough positives about them. Yeah. Apparently, Adam Simpson bought two Hungry Jacks in Perth. So he's staying. 
Well, or whatever. Hedging his bets. What it is says to me, I'm about to get the sack. Let's get some of this cash out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get my assets, get some of my holdings going. Yeah, yeah, because and it'll write him off as losses. There's a year. part, right, that he goes like, hey, I'm about to stop. I'm about to retire. All I need to do is eat shit for another year and a half. Mm. I just need to eat shit. I need to try my best at this job. I'm not going to hold anything back. I just need to eat shit, mm-hmm. get smashed, and then I'm going to be a bazillionaire. Sure. And I'm going to put as much of my money into... I'm going to build businesses so that when I step out, I don't need to worry about them anymore. Yep. I need to act like I'm really giving it my all for West Coast. You know, I know they can't fire me. All I have to do is not quit. Yep. I have to not quit. I'll quiet quit. Mm. Do you reckon he's quiet quit? Slow quitting or whatever it's quiet, called? Is it called slow, quiet quitting? Yeah, quiet quitting. Which is where you just do you do the bare minimum mm. and you... Uh, yeah, I reckon a bit of quiet quitting. Yeah, right. Is that offensive to say? Like, he would be offended if you heard me say that. I think so, because... But unless he actually is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. Like, I, I really... I, I haven't even watched a presser with him for, like, six weeks because they're so boring. Yeah, no, no. It's it boring as batshit. Yeah. So. And uh, much like this game, congratulations to Carlton. Yeah. Well done, Carlton. And... Can't wait to watch you lose to Collingwood next oh, week. Oh, no, you're, 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 you've got to go easy on them, Tom. <laughs> They're back, mate. They are genuinely back. Yeah. Friday night is going to be fun. Yes, I can't wait. I'm going to watch it on the TV, Tom. You're not going to go to this? No way. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Carl- Collingwood fans hate me. <laughs> Collingwood I, they don't know that I'm best mates with Brody Meyercheck. Yeah, that's true. Um, who is on the show on Wednesday. He's mm. a wonderful chat. Why are we talking about Collingwood? I Carlton, brought him up. Carlton, sorry. that's going to be just the funnest game. I can't wait to watch it. Carlton are going to make us all upset, but they've had a nice little run here and they're probably going to play finals now after having a shocking middle. So good on them. The next game was Brisbane Lions versus the Cats. I genuinely, in my gut, thought the Cats were back. I thought the Cats were going to just wake us all up and go, the Cats have arrived. You were wrong. I was wrong. Dunkley, McCluggage and Neil all had 27, 26 and 25 disposals. Mm-hmm. Old mate Jeremy Cameron had three goals, game high, and then Danaher and Hipwood and McCarthy had two goals each. Mm. This is just good old-fashioned Lions in Brisbane, isn't it? Yeah. One team who dominated home. Yeah, I haven't lost. I mean, Geelong really came for him at one point, right? Like, it, it didn't. It looked like it was going to be a blowout, and then towards the end, they really came back, but just not enough. Yeah, so where are, where are we sitting with... The cats and where are we sitting with the lions? I mean, the cats are the cats are done. Like I think they make the eight, but they they don't have any impact on finals. And um, Brisbane still have that huge huge issue of not being able to play as well away from home. Yeah, it's a big issue. So they're, they're, yeah. they're the, I think the majority of football supporters would consider Brisbane pretenders. Yeah. So uh, if you play if you play this game at Cadinia, mm-hmm. Geelong win, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so, yeah. I, I would say Cadinia is almost a, a two-goal advantage. Well, what about the MCG? If they met in the finals, who wins? I think that Brisbane could win, potentially. Yes. I think for me, I think it's Port Adelaide and Collingwood, then an arm's length away we have Melbourne, then a good arm's length away we have Brisbane, and then we have the rest of the top eight for me. I think it's a three or maybe four horse race at this point. Who's the fourth? Brisbane. Okay. Yeah. At home. Yes. Well, just because I still think their best is as good as Melbourne, Collingwood's or Ports, but 
Yes, the, they only play their best at home. Here's the biggest issue that I think no one's talking about the media mm. with this particular game. Is there's the Brisbane Lions, and then there's the Geelong Cats. Are uh, is Cats a catch-all? Are they snow leopards, house cats, mm. lions, mm. tigers? Are pumas. they a, are they a pumas? Mm. Are they catch-all versus a particular lion? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because like, what's another? I example? mean, they're not the Geelong felines. But that that's still cats. That's just another word for cat. And they're not the Geelong big cats because a big cat is a big tiger or a lion or a lion. Or and and it's and that's my question. Is is the Geelong, are the Geelong cats house cats as a particular cat like the common house cat, whatever that cat's called, tabby cat? Or are they the or are they the genetic shoot of cats? Do you understand? Yeah, I think they're house cats. Because like a, do you reckon they're house cats? Yeah. Because that'd suck if the lions like wear the lions and then the cats come out. Like, well, technically we are too. Yeah. Because technically they are. Mm. Technically, if you got Geelong cats, the lions are a cat. Yeah, I, I hear your argument. Look, our in-depth information about that game really wasn't there. But mm. the truth is, it was just a what we expected game. Correct. Yeah. And as we power towards the end of the year. There's going to be more to say about these games. Yeah. I just want to jump and pivot for a second. Sure. We talked a lot about Barbie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Have oh, really? Seen, have you seen Oppenheimer? No, I thought you were charging to get there. I haven't had time. Uh, is it? And you can't get tickets to IMAX, right? And you want to see it in IMAX. Yeah, is that, that's the problem. Yeah, right. There was this TikTok I saw of every dork about around the world. People coming from Japan, mm. Perth. Thomastown, yeah. all to see, because we in Melbourne, we have the 70, 170. We have one of the only real IMAXs in the world. 170 right? millimeters. Yeah. And I think the sun has a 170 millimeter as well. But oh, right. I don't know. You've got to see it in IMAX is what they're saying. Yeah. But not a digital IMAX. No. A real IMAX. And so there, I haven't seen it and I'm not going to see it until I can see it with my big eyes. Okay. If you want to come to Extreme Screen with me on Wednesday, let's just... Are you going on Wednesday? I've felt like if we're not podcasting on Wednesday... Oh, oh no, we it. are podcasting on Wednesday. Are we? Because yeah, I've got to go to hospital on Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's mm. true. Well, you can't see Oppenheimer before we'll be on that, can you? No. We could live stream. We sh- I just, I'm looking at the TV again. We need to do an in-depth chat about um, Becky Lucas's McCain's Nothing Special ads. You know yeah. those? Yeah. Oh, just spending time with the family. Nothing special. Nothing special. We got to do a whole thing yeah, on yeah. nothing special. We should get Becky on to talk about nothing special. This is an actor who plays my nan. Thanks, actress who's playing my nan. Yeah, that's nothing enough. special. Yeah, nothing special. Nothing special. And she's got a haircut, Becky. Becky got a nice haircut. Is that Tom Cashman in that ad as well? No, he's a, that's an actor. He was in Please Like Me, and he was in. Uh, he played Rake's son. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk Oppenheimer, and I thought, what's a top eight I can do? Mm. This is a pivot, folks. Mm. I was like, most people who listen to this, not everyone, a fair, you know, mm. most people like this are similar to me. Yeah. And what do we all love, us losers? Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. So I have yeah. ranked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just as a pivot for a moment, I've ranked my top eight Nolans, mm. Christopher Nolan yeah. films, in order of my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And. Look, this might be controversial, but it's just the way I believe. Mm. It's what I believe in my heart, and you have to respect that. Is it personal enjoyment or what you believe is good art? 
me. Because I would have Tenet very high, even though I think other films are better. You know what I mean? Because well, I love see. that film. I take from films what I choose to take, and it is my journey in my life. Yeah. I'll tell you some things. But that I, you- I'll tell you some things I rank highly. Yeah. The experience I had seeing it the first time. Yeah, right. I rank that incredibly highly. Yeah. The scoring I rank highly. Mm. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's good. Would you, would you not agree, though? I'm just interested in... I just want to dig a bit deeper on this because I've just had this realisation. Mm-hmm. Would you not agree that sometimes you can see something and be like, that's very well made, that is a very good film, people are going to love that, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed this other poorly made film? Hunch. No, that's totally... That's why your, your experience of a film. Yeah, so it's just your truth. Do you know what I watched this morning, which What'd is absolutely... It's gotten better with age. Mm. This is a film I was just like, it was on. Mm. And so I watched it. This is not in the list, by the way. Um, Ridley Scott's Martian with Matt Damon. Did you ever see that? No, I don't think so. It's all. It's just a really well-made Hollywood film. If you're, yeah. if you're struggling for to what, what to watch, you know, and you're doing the Netflix Doom Scroll mm. or the, you know, Stan Doom Scroll or yeah. any of the other shit apps... Chuck on the Martian. Is it in Prometheus world? Alien world? No. Or is it, it this is li- it's just a sci-fi. It's based on a sci-fi book about um, this group, the, the, a NASA group that go to Mars. Mm. And as they're leaving, Matt Damon gets stuck on Mars. Oh, right. And they, it's getting, it's, and he's the, he has to, he's on Mars by himself. He's on Mars. And it's really, you think that sounds fucking horrible and horror. It's a, it's a really positive, cool movie. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, watch Martian. Yeah, I know it's not, it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, but I was like, holy hell, I watched it all and really enjoyed mm. it. Anyway, I did a top eight. Do you know why, Tom? Why? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming in at number eight. Mm-hmm. So they'd be in the play-in. At number eight, Memento. Mm-hmm. What is Memento? Too confusing for me. Get it out of my top eight. Okay, if you don't like confusing, <laughs> you just got to give Nolan a heave-ho. <laughs> Uh, Memento is it's Guy Pierce doing backwards. Yeah, that's not as simple as just backwards. Like that's the thing with Tenet as well, isn't it? It's not just backwards. It is. It's his like, brain's backwards. But it's like you watch the move, the scenes forward, but then it's backwards. Yeah, he he remembers shit in fragments. Yeah, fun storytelling. He loves storytelling. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, like strange storytelling, not mm. just storytelling. Yeah. You know, number seven. Yeah. Tenet. Yeah. Why is Tenet on there? It's offensively hard to follow. Yeah. He has he has decided, I don't care if you know what the fuck's going on for three hours. You as a film goer have no value to me whether you enjoy this or not. This is for me. I'm mm. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Why have you put this in here, Broden? Score. Yeah. But his best score. And there's some legit if you look if you look back at it. And don't treat it like a movie. If you treat it like a three-hour music video, yeah. some of the coolest storytelling. Yeah, some of the action and stuff is is phenomenal. Truck heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this bit where the three guys, I saw it reused as a Barbie meme, is what do we have, three dudes going to see Barbie and then it's like, it's a shot around, I think, uh, Pattinson and, and two of the other actors going, what do we do? What if we someone sees us? We run or we flee. We say terrorists. Like, it's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful shots with the music. The architecture. I think it's his coolest looking movie potentially. Yeah, I, I agree. Cool. It's very cool. But un undecipherable. Mm. Even if you're really smart. I think the smarter you are and the more you think about it, the more confusing it is. Yes. Just uh, enjoy it. And then and then uh, number six, I have Batman Begins. 
Mm. It's all right. Should have been higher, I think. Uh, I don't rate it that much. I think it's better than. I think it's underrated. Well, you'll see. Yeah. Batman Begins: Story of Batman. Yeah. It's the first like Batman. It's the first Bruce Wayne movie, really. Mm. Um, because uh, all the other ones were about other people. Yeah. They're often Joker movies, or mm-hmm. they're you know anyway. I liked it. It felt very small worldy, though. I love it. It was he 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 did very well with his first super superhero movie. Yeah, totally. And it led the way for what is now when you go to the movies, you only see Iron Man movies. Yeah, totally. Number five. Yeah. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. I didn't rate it higher because it's um it's sad. Mm. It's really sad. Yes. I was thinking about it today. How sad it is. It's, I've yeah. It's despairing. Like yeah, it's it it's a positive. It's a happy ending. It all gets kind of fixed. It, he 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 goes out in the world to fix a thing, mm. but it's just so sad. It's tragic. Yeah, he, his daughter. He, he misses his daughter's entire life. It's awful. Yeah, I think um, I famously don't like this film. Yeah, well, I disagree with you. Yeah, it's. I think the scoring's incredible as well. I think it's Nolan's best one of his. Yeah, Hans's best. Um, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nolan's best, Hans. Yeah, and it's the simplicity of it. I did learn time on piano because it, it's so simple, um, but gorgeous. I told you that you know. I've told you the story of this, haven't I? Of how he picked, how he made the score for this. Yeah, year. it was like no drums or something. Tell the listeners. Well, he said he went to Hans. He said, "I'm making a new movie, but I'm not going to tell you what it's about." Mm. He didn't tell him what sci-fi. He didn't tell him spaceships. Mm. He didn't tell him um, robot square men. Yeah. He said, um, it's just write me a score about a daughter. He wrote a poem about a father and a daughter. Mm. He said, make make the score about that. And then he said later, it's about space. Yeah. So then like the all the counter of um organs and yeah, yeah. is all just like no beep boop 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 beep. Yeah, and didn't he tell him I-, I want you to make a score, but the best thing about your music is drums, don't use drums. Yeah, that's cool. I don't think there's any drums in there at all. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't want the do-do-do-do-do-do, you know? So it's um I think there's a lot of good stuff about it, and then people got upset that like the the twist is love, which I but I was yeah. like it went in in I, I I like it because it's like it's talking about that fourth or seventh dimension of yeah, things we yeah. don't understand, the things we that we can see here yeah. aren't the things that, and the idea of something a sense that we have that we don't fully understand. within ourselves yeah. that we understand has a power. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I think that um I think it was truly beyond me. Like, and I think that's <laughs> part of why I didn't understand. It. I think it's more confusing than Tenet. Like, who put the black hole there? We put the black hole there. Like, it's like yeah, yeah. that truly for me is like a, a step too far, I think, for my little brain. Fair. Number four. This is going to upset people. Yeah. The Prestige. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Oh, you like it? I love The Prestige. I remember seeing it when I was in like year 11. I walked out and went, I think that's like, do you remember when films used to genuinely affect you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. June did that for me just recently. Yeah, you love June. Mm. I fell asleep in June. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love the prestige. It's like, it's just a fun, it's fun. It's really exactly. Fun. And that's what I like about it. Cause it has your Nolan twists and turns and little sneaky stuff, but not in a gotcha sort of way, just in a fun storytelling way. That's why I really like it. It's a, it's a show about magic tricks mm. and, um, reveals and the mm. prestige mm. and the film is a magic trick mm. in itself, yeah. which is really cool. It plays, it's a magic trick. It's Inception. Yeah. It's a magic trick doing in, in magic trick. Mm. Number three should be higher potentially when I look at this list now. Dunkirk. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Do you have you seen Dunkirk? I have, and my only memory of it was 
It was exactly what I said at the start. Fantastically made film. No interest in ever watching again. Did not enjoy it. Bleak. Yeah, it is but bleak. I can appreciate it as great art. No, uh, I think um, he he uh, the scale of war mm. just awesome, and yeah. the music. You know, you what's the, what's the music doing this, Tom? Uh, it makes you feel tension the entire way. It, it feels like the notes are rising for the yeah. whole film. Yeah, which is very very clever. Yeah, did Nolan do this? Uh, Hans do this? Yeah, one? Hans did that. Yeah, I believe so. Was it the last one they did together? Potentially. Yeah, and I still don't think they're done. I think um, Hans still had a, a clash with this with June again. I think is why he didn't do. Apparently, June is apparently Hans now is a it's Hans Hans Ptyltd. Yes. So he doesn't do the shit anymore. Have you watched the behind the scenes of Hans doing the music for June? No. Is it just Zach said this on his podcast the other day? But it's literally him. And like 30 minions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he has his guitarist who writes a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think he sits at the piano and goes, oh, this would be nice. And he's very much like me. He gets in, oh, I'll get in a singer to help me with this. I'll, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. Number two. Yeah. Inception. Yeah. Inception's a meme now almost, but uh, I think it's good. So, I, I, this, is, this is rated so highly because I remember when I saw it at the movies, just going, holy fuck. I remember mm. it starting going, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I have a vivid memory. I'm like 20, what would I have been like? Fucking 23, 22, yeah. 23. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going yeah. on. And then at some point it's, it clicks in. Yeah. And then at some points, he's good. When he does storytelling with a bit of like, there's so much sitting and explaining in his yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as soon as you're like, oh, now I know what's going on. It's awesome. And like- Super original storytelling. I don't totally. think I've seen that before. I think the the scale of it was phenomenal. And I think it doesn't matter to me now. Like, I'm truly at peace with it. And I think I was stupid for this. But for like a year after seeing that film, I wanted to know how it ended. And the whole, yeah, point, yeah. the whole point is that you don't know and it doesn't matter. And that's the thing with the whole movie is purposely confusing. And you come into scenes halfway through and stuff. And it took me a long time to realize that that was the point. Yeah. But that's brilliant storytelling, yeah. you know? And number one, best film ever made, mm. <laughs> The Dark Knight. I saw this at the cinema six times, mm. partly because I loved it so much, but partly in Ballarat that we had a student deal where you could go and see Dark Knight for $6. Yeah, that's great. And so I just kept, we kept going until they said you couldn't do it Yeah, anymore. I'm like then Wednesday they, nights. They yeah. got rid of it. Yeah. They got rid of it. Um best film ever made well like when i was when we were this age i thought it was mm. um and you'll notice dark knight rises is not on here. yeah i thought you might have dark knight rises over batman begins dark knight rises um when i saw it at the movies i was like i convinced myself it was good mm. and then every time i watch it I'm like, this sucks yeah it sucks it, it is it, yeah it's the hardest to watch of the three mm. but it has its moments I yeah think. it sucks I, I think the the bane is its only redeeming feature there's just you know shit. What I mean? There's shit. It's just legit. It, it was rushed as well. You feel yeah. like when he goes to the the big NFL stadium and it's supposed to be this like he blows the world up thing. Yeah. The stadium's half full. Yeah. Like fill the stadium, man. Yeah. Like if it's a, I don't know. It felt rushed. I don't know. I felt like the Catwoman, the Raza Ghoul, all that sort of stuff Too didn't much. was not great. Too much. But Bane himself, his whole bit in the prison, I I, I, I think that's the redeemable feature. Apparently, it's supposed to be two movies originally. Yeah. But Nolan was over it, right? Didn't he do Begins, then Inception, then came back to Dark Knight? He did Begins, Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception, Rises. I think by then he was probably over. He probably had enough. Yeah. Uh, he wanted Hugo... Uh, Hugo. He wanted... um, uh, What's his name? Wolverine. 
Oh, um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman to play Two Face. Really? At one point, yeah. I would have liked that. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Why does Nolan have his favorite actors that he likes using over and over and over again? Well, because you know that you're the same. Yeah, I think it's cool. I just—is it like—is it a known? Thing? There'd be things like he, Kenneth Branagh, who he uses in everything, is one of the best actors in the world. Yeah, he's just one of the best actors in the world. He does a great Russian. He likes Matt Damon now. He loves Cillian. He Murphy. loves Cillian, Killian, yeah. Cillian, Silly Man Murphy. What is his actual name? Is it Killian? I don't Cillian? know. Not even. There's no way. No one knows. No one knows. Um. Anyway, that's my top list. I'd love to hear yours. DM to me with "Hey fuckface." What's the honourable mentions? Because I can't think of any other films. No, I don't know. Uh, the, the other ones in his list are uh, the Insomnia, which is a which, ah, is, yeah, cool, which yeah. is his uh, very early on film. He's got his other one, his first film, which I forget the name of it. Yeah. Um, there's Dark Knight Rises. There is. Um, um, Oppenheimer, yeah. obviously, which I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's got about 10. Yeah, yeah, you got about 10. Yeah. And some shorts. Yeah. You know what else is cool? Frio Sydney. Smash that sting. Didn't watch this game. I was watching the other game in the night. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I think most people would have been because this was the Foxtel game. This was the KO game versus yeah, the right. free-to-air game. Yeah. Sydney Swans turned it on, but a little too late this year, it seems like to me. Yeah. Uh, but Caleb Sarong... 32 disposals, Luke Parker, 31. Lockie Schultz, four goals. Mm. But hey, do you know who had a little bit of a... Uh, whew, I'm, I'm back. Mm. Lance Franklin. Oh, did he? Lance Franklin had a good game. What did he do? Three goals, one. Oh, that's great. Three goals, one, 11 disposals. Haywood. Where are the... Let's talk about the Swans and where they're sitting, right? Yeah. 34 premiership points. Yeah. They have a really good percentage. They've got a high percentage in Richmond and Essendon. Mm-hmm. They're one game off being in the eight. Yeah. That would be incredible. If Geelong and the Swans could make it into the into the finals this year, it would be a real Hail Mary. It's sort of like it was sort of boring to me, to be honest. But I, I take your point. It would be amazing. But um they need to beat Essendon next week. So that's like a huge must win for them. That's a great that's probably bloods, game of the round. The Bloods versus the Bombers should be called the Bloods. If you go around if you go around Red and black usually is the bloods. Okay. The cool. bloodhounds, the bloods. The swans were the bloods because it looked like the bloods on the shirt, you know? Mm-hmm. The bloods. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a battle of the bloods in some ways in my head. Yeah, totally. I don't know what else to say about this game. Yeah, I mean, neither of us watched it, so it's a bit difficult, isn't it? Um, it I, w- I talk about what Frio have in front of them, right? Yeah, sure. Frio have Geelong next week. Yeah. In Geelong. L. L. They have they follow that up with Brisbane at Optus Stadium, yep. which is a potential W. Yeah. But probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yep. And then they have Oh, the Derby. Yeah. In a few weeks. Okay. Which they should win. Yeah. And then they have Port at Optus Stadium again. They have a home run home. They're gonna, they're not travelling that much for a while. Mm-hmm. And then they have undetermined and what date at the moment they have Hawthorne. Mm. They, they're going to finish fifth, fourth or fifth, which is just a complete and utter failure of a year. Yeah. Fail. Big F. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I can't. I could see them maybe winning one, maybe winning two, but yeah, it's not great. Can you see them panicking or, or, um, or, uh, and thinking they need to move coaches? Potentially. 
I mean, it depends what their timeline was when he took over. Because I, I still feel like maybe they were just a little bit overperforming last year. Yes. You know what I mean? So maybe if you're realists at the club, then maybe they, as long as the timeline's still there, it's all good. But yeah, if they're starting to miss timelines and hit miss key metrics, then sure. Let's see if the Swannies can get back there. Mm. The game that took a place was was being watched on the other on the other channel, mm. Channel Seven, was Collingwood versus Port, one versus two. Yeah, the game that everyone's been looking forward to for the majority of the year. Yeah, it was the same old story though. Mm. Power dominated the whole way. Yeah, kicking ass. Yep. Looked like they'd figured out Collingwood, mm -hmm. making them pl not play their style, not their run. And uh, Collingwood said, yes, you've done very well, but we're going to run you down again. And they did it again. Yeah. And I just want to highlight one particular person. Sure. Who do you think was the best player in the game, in your opinion? Uh, without looking at it, potentially... Ooh, that's tough, actually. It's very clear for me who I thought was the best player on the ground. I'd be interested. To, uh, do you want me to give an answer? Yeah, I want your one. I thought Zach Butters and Connor Rosie, I think, are both just in stellar, absolute All-Australian. Yeah, I agree year. with you there. But I think you have to give it to a Collingwood play of three votes. Yeah, I don't know. Bo McCreary was really impressive, but I'd best on ground, maybe not. Um, Jamie Elliott obviously pretty much won them the game. Like, no, he's mine. Yeah, so right. not only did he win them the game mm. with two incredible goals yes. again, the, the guy all night... Let out like Wayne Carey. Yeah. Like a key forward. Yeah. If you have a friggin' two foot nine pocket, forward pocket player who can lead out and take contested marks mm. and do, and kick set shots, you're having a very, very good year. Yeah. Incredible game from him. He's so good. And then Brody as well had two goals straight yes. back from a hamstring. Yeah. And had two goals. Kicked a great uh, late uh, sort of a kick into space, which resulted in a goal. I would like to say, Braden, they did go goal for goal for a bit in the fourth, and that was some of the best football I've watched this year. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was really lovely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah. was good. Oh, they should put a roof on the place. Yes. That's my hot opinion. Yeah. I hate the rain. Yeah. I hate the rain. Um, yeah, no, it was so good. That's It's probably a premiership uh, preview. Yeah. I'd love to see them with a neutral crowd because they have both such violently loud crowds. Mm. I'd love to see them on an MCG with its 80% corporates yeah, <laughs> who are disinterested having meat pies. Yeah. Because um, that that will be a really, really good game. Willie Rioli did the stupidest thing ever and just punched someone in the face yep. with an open hand. Yeah. Um, but stupidest thing in the world. Yes. Um, unacceptable. He's got two weeks, which he'll sit out for. He just got his... Oh, really? His, yeah. I was hoping it would be more, to be honest. Mm. Um. Why is that? Because That's I It's the think, same as what Rochelle got. Yeah. I just think that we're just a little bit backwards with... Obviously, I believe... You know, I've been strong on this in on this podcast. I believe that the concussion and the protecting the head stuff is super important. But people who have done legal tackles that have resulted in concussions have got bigger, more... Bigger repercussions than Willie punching someone in the head. Mm. And I don't like that. I don't like Sicily laying a legal tackle that where he tripped over someone yeah. and it was an accident and he gets three weeks because that player got a concussion. Yeah. I don't like that being longer than someone punching someone in the head. That's fair. Yeah. I That's really... Fair. It should be six. It should be double what an accidental tackle is. Yeah. 
No, it was a fantastic game, right? And that was a, and that was like a. Oof. I love when Mason Cox um, threw a ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought he was a bit stiff, to be honest. Like, I thought, no way. I That's feel a- like I've seen that so often. You know, that was I feel a, that like was, he tried. That his was a Jim it. Steins moment. It was a. I'm from. Inter- I'm international. Makes sense that I should do that. But that was a throw. He tried his hardest, I think, to tap it. So then, I think everyone was with mate, Willie. Uh, Willie Riola needs to go. Yep. And then overnight received uh, an inbox full of racist messages. Mm-hmm. How is? Uh, don't watch football. Go away. Yeah. You're just fucking low scum, low crappy, irrelevant, disgusting. No one wants you. Your own your own club has told you that they don't want you. Go away. You're not welcome. Yeah, totally. Disgusting. I can't believe... So, like, we all like football and we all get emotional about it. Mm. You low piece of shit. Yeah. Go away. Go away. Mm. Disgusting. Um, I have a question for you. All right. That was a good game. Yeah. What is a U-turn? On the road? Yes. I mean, uh, it's when you're going north and then you do a U-turn to start going south. Right. So, oh, so it's, a, it's as simple as that. Well, I'm not sure about the context you're asking, but it's, it's a as 180. Simple as, it's as simple as that, yeah. Yeah, it's a 180. So if I did the shape of a U yeah. and did a, almost a 180, yeah. it doesn't have to be a full 180, does yeah. it? Um, in the shape of a U, mm. is that a U-turn? It yeah, doesn't have to be so. going back on the same road, does it? Uh, in in road rules, no. So, like, I'll give you an example. Yeah, sure. I'll give you a literal example. Yeah, okay. I'm driving tonight, Mitchell and I, and my brother. I'm driving my brother Mitchell home. Yeah. At Clifton Hill, mm. if you're driving towards Clifton Hill, yeah, you can get to a set of lights there, and turn right and go back around the Clifton Hill Maccas towards High Street. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, sure. So it's almost like, you know, you can turn. You turn around and go back up the road. Not the same road, but it's almost... A different road, yeah. yeah. Is that a U-turn? Uh, not in the sense of what... I don't think it is in the sense of what we use the term U-turn to suggest, but in the sense that you were going north and now you're going south, then I guess yes. Because he said that it's not a U-turn. I don't, th- I don't think in the sense of what we're trying to indicate with a U-turn. If I said do a U-E, you would never ever do that. No, but it is a U-turn. It's the shape of a U. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're both right. I think I'm right and he's wrong. I think you're both wrong. He said wrong. turn right. No, he both- said turn right. Is he was saying? He said you should turn right. So I'm going to do a U-turn, go back around. I said I'm Yui. I'm going to do a U and go back around. But don't you turn hill. left to slip on there anyway? No, it's right. It's all right. Anyway, I, that, I, I, I think that a U-turn literally denotes doing the shape of a U. And I think if I was in a taxi and I said to someone, do a U-turn... I think that would be very specific. Like, we've passed That's the Maccas. Fair. We need That's to fair. do a U-turn to go back to the Maccas. I think Mitchell's wrong. Um, can I point out a little thing, an issue I have? Yeah. Uh, it's You might find this strange. Can't shit good? What? Got a little issue? Can't shit good? What's that? I don't understand I don't that. Know, I just thought it'd be funny. All right, I like it. It's good. Um, KO. Yeah. They... I have... Do you find maybe you and I'm talking to you at home? Mm. I find that they prioritize NRL. Mm. When I go on there and I say, What's on tonight? Right? If I go on KO right now, mm-hmm. I'm on KO. Yeah. 
Live and upcoming. In the live and upcoming section. Mm. Number one, round four coverage of the Open. So golf. Okay, yeah, boring. Next thing I have is Maddie Johns, mm-hmm. Sunday night. Yep. Next, Formula Two. Mm-hmm. The next featured uh, groups. I guess that's golf as well. Yep. Then Sharks v Sea Eagles. And then after that, St Kilda North. Right. So hang on. One, two, three. Sixth in, mm. in the suggestions. Yeah. St Kilda North. And you've set your preferences as an AFL guy as well. If, if they had any sort of basic... Algo. Algo going, mm. you like football. Yeah. Sometimes you like basketball. Yeah. Nothing else. Brandon, what, what do they call the short little cutdowns of uh, games? They got two minis or bites. Okay. So I went to type into KO the other day because I wanted to watch the bites. I wrote in bites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was zero no. search results. No, 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 no. Zero no, search Tom, results. Tom, you're a naive, naive man. How bad can your program be when you cut up literally 500 bytes a year and when you search it on your website, zero results found? Like, come on, KO. It's, they, why are they pushing NRL so much to me? I don't want to watch that shit. No, no one wants that. They throw it the wrong way. You got to throw it forward, mm. but you should handball it. Kick it forward. Hey, they do kick it forward sometimes, mm. um, but not enough, I don't think. No. And they should be kicking for the goals instead of running them in. Yeah. Disagree. Stop pushing NRL on me. I'm not going to watch your shit, mm-hmm. okay? Just a little qualm I had. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's jump to the footy of today. Okay. Your boys, you said they don't show up when it matters. Mm-hmm. It happened today. Was I wrong? Gold Coast. Versus the Giants. Mm. Um, well, there's two stories of today. Mm-hmm. There's three stories of today. Yep. The first story is where Malakas for not going. Mm-hmm. Looked like a beautiful sunny day up there. Oh, it looked gorgeous. People sending me photos of little jam donuts and donut donut things. Mm. And beautiful Canberra. Yeah. The two best teams in the world. Oh, the Suns there. and the Giants. Yep. We would have had a we would have had a VIP experience from our boy Jacob. Mm. The social media manager. He did some great socials today. He did you did. see that? It was very good. Wasn't in the mood after my team gave up, but sure. He, he didn't want to have Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker, and he's and Giants are Brock Lesnar and Gold Coast of The Undertaker, which is mm. not a... That's not offensive. That's quite complimentary. Mm. And it's him picking him up and smashing you guys, and then it cuts to um, uh, uh, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar's manager, in shock, and it's the AFL. Yeah. And then it cuts to a random crowd, a member of the crowd... In shock, and it's North Melbourne. <laughs> he keeps putting North Melbourne in them. Um, you showed up for a fair bit of it. Yeah. But the truth is, there's a big, big fucking sound, man. Mm, GWS is. are awesome. Mm. They've now won how many in a row? Five. Five. This developing team. Trust in Adam Kingsley. Mm. Trust in Toby Green. Yeah. I love them so much, man. Yeah. Have you bought the membership yet? Look, <laughs> I've been busy. I've been moving house. I will buy it. I will buy it. Okay. I'll buy it now. All right. I don't believe you, but okay. It's because uh, when you go to bring it up every week, because you, you, know? you go to the website, right? Yeah. And it says from ten dollars GWS membership. Yeah, they, like, they've got a cool, groovy, interesting membership. And then I'm like, great. I will buy the the ten dollar one. Yeah. That's and then you fair. go in. It says ten dollars a week, and it's one hundred and twenty oh, yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking yeah, buying that. One hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. I can't find the cheapest one. Yeah. Right. I can't find the... Ch- anyway, 
I think it's great. Who was the? Tell me about the disposals and goals and stuff. All right, Himmelberg uh, led the AFL fantasy points with twenty six disposals. Sam Flanders had thirty one, which is great. Flanders hasn't played a lot this year for no. us, so it's great that he's showing up. Whitfield's in a good patch of form. He had twenty five. Lukosius kicked three and had sixteen. Rory Atkins had another ripper game. Kicked a behind and twenty nine disposals. Well done, Rory Atkins, with your with your with your behind. I think he's so much better with Lucky Weller out of the team, which is ironic. Yeah. Hey, do you know who was good today in the bits I saw? Who? Mac Andrew. Keep playing Mac Andrew, mate. Yep. Top five pick. Gigantic, fast, bit fumbly. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be a super. Nah, he's got something. Why was Toby Green subbed? Um, no idea. He That's kicked three, worry. four. That's pretty cool. I don't know why he was subbed. It says tactical on the website, but yeah, I don't. Well, know. Well, that'd be great. Know. Maybe he's just feeling a bit under the weather or something like that. Or... Yeah, it doesn't like Canberra, perhaps. Well, no one's perfect. It's the best place in the world, <laughs> genuinely. Yeah. Um, sad old, uh, sad, sad for the Suns, but you feel like something's coming yeah. down the path. Yeah. Sitting here right now, what do you think happens in the next? Who's coaching round one next year, Suns? Well, I thought you were off your rocker with the dimmer stuff, and I thought you were going way too hard. Then I looked at a betting website, which we don't encourage or promote here, and Dimmer was paying like a dollar twenty-four or something to be the next coach. So I think you must be bang on. It's it's no, it's legitimately. It must be known now. Yeah, I, I have no connection, but I'm telling you, he's going to be the coach. Yeah, it's team. crazy, isn't it? And it's sick. If he's if he's saying I'm going to come help him, yeah, I think it's outstanding. I do worry that we might be forced into another rebuild. I worry that he. A lot of the players won't be up to his standards. That is my one concern. That's what happened when Melbourne, the first training session with Paul Ruse. Yeah. He's like, these guys suck. Yeah. But you need that, man. I know, but a fourth rebuild, because it would be a fourth, honestly, is going to hurt me a bit. But what's the benefit of having... Do you want to live in... Do you want to be in a relationship where someone doesn't love you? <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, nah, no, I'm with you. It might be necessary, but I, I'm still sort of hyped for the Raoul Anderson King... Still haven't seen what they can do at their best, you know? So another rebuild's going to hurt just a little bit. But oh, that's okay. I don't know if it's a full rebuild, man. I think you're in the right direction. Yeah, and that's what I'm sort of suggesting, that maybe we've had so many draft busts and stuff, Broden. Maybe it is a list clean-out, a proper list clean-out. And I worry for that. That would be full on. They won't. He won't do a list clean-out, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think we have so many bad players that he might be forced to. But I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. And then the game after that... Boy, golly. The Mighty Demons. <laughs> yeah, this was good, wasn't it? Uh, it well, almost wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But one thing was for certain going into this game, I'm telling you right now, I was not going to leave. No. Because, um, yeah. I, it's a bit frustrating with Melbourne for me at the moment, right? We've become a team where you go and watch them and you go, well, that was awful to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, unfortunately, that's, that's the kind of vibe that it is to go and watch... Well, it used to be the opposite. Like it used to be showbiz ago, football. Yeah, like, yeah. It used to be, real, but like we have this. We're so I don't know. It's just it's just a bummer because it's not a fun game to watch. Yeah. The only thing that made this game fun is the very ballsy Adelaide Crows kept with us. We got in front of them. We 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 kept them down, and then the last quarter they went. Let's let's win this game twice. Twice, which is <laughs> cool. They got it back to. 73 all I think it was and then we kicked away and then they came back again yeah but they couldn't do it yeah and so thank god for the crows otherwise it would have been a boring game yeah here's one thing I do want to point out right sure we go hard on commentators all the time right this game was called by a guy called Brian Taylor at least the ending of the game was called by a guy called Brian Taylor never heard of him 
this was a tight game, right? Mm. Oh, and, very. And um, this was a like you know it was down. It was it was decided within a, four points. The la- you know who was going to win was hard to say. And sometimes you can. If I was a commentator, right? Mm. If I was a commentator, I'd probably be guilty. I reckon of hoping for someone to win. Yeah. Say in this game, if I was a commentator and I didn't go for either team, I'd be like. I want the Crows to win because it's going to be the best story. Yeah, totally. Team who's developing, come from nowhere to beat a top four team. Yep. How incredible is that? But, and I would probably be hoping that that happens and I'd cheer for that in my commentating of the game. Sure. But what's great about the best commentators in our game and why we have the best in the world and that they and the ones who are working for Channel 7 and Fox Footy right now are actually the best in the world mm. is because they don't let that happen. Yeah. They... If a game is going a certain way, even if in that last, you know, if Melbourne win at the end of the game, they're not going to be like, oh, that's a shame. They're going to be like, well, Melbourne, even though it's not the best story, even though it's, you know, the best story, the S tier is Crows win it after the siren. But then it's like, well, we had a great game. It It was decided by four. Probably, you know, you want to have it so it still feels special. Sure. And that's what's great about a guy like BT. Let's hear... His incredible call of the last five seconds of the game, mm-hmm. making this incredible game decided by a goal. Let's hear the passion. Seconds remaining here, siren will sound. And Melbourne are going to win by four points. Wow. Mm. So good. And it's why he commentates every game. Yeah. The passion there. <laughs> here it is. Oh. Just a couple of seconds remaining here. Siren will sound. And Melbourne are going to win by four points. I feel like I'm there. Mm. So much passion. Just wanted to shout out someone doing great work. And what's great about all the networks who cover the football is they're rewarding good calling. Mm. There's, no one wo- there's no one below him who deserves to be doing this instead of him. Mm. It's so good. In case you can tell, it's being sarcastic. I don't think he likes football. I think we've spoken about this on the pod before. But I think my opinion is he doesn't enjoy his job. I hate commentators who cheer for the team they want to win. Yeah. They don't go for that team, but they want the... They're like, it will be great to cheer this team winning. And mm. then when it doesn't happen, they get fucking stroppy. Yeah. Fucking shit. Mm. Stop commentating then. Yes. The last game of the week... Speaking of wanting a team to win, mm. I wanted Brett Ratton to win this North St Kilda game mm, so, so much. So bad. So apparently I heard it was pretty much fact that Nick Rewalt orchestrated the Ross Lyon reinstate. Re- right. That's behind fact. the scenes. Like yeah. That's pretty much well known. Is Behind the scenes, maybe not by himself, but was like... He was the one. And Brett Ratton knows that. Yeah, right. And so of course. the vibe goes, he's been quite respectful the whole way and then he's still copping it on the Footy Talk podcast by listener. Yeah. Um, he's still copying it as a filling coach for another team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Rewalt saying the whole place was a shambles and it was Brett Ratton's fault. Yeah. He's like, fuck yeah. I'm going to yeah. fucking say, like, what a shitty thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a shame. It's in Kilda quite rightfully beat North Melbourne for a lot. Big part of that day, it wasn't mm. going to happen. Yeah. North have been on the... North had some close games and they've just had the bad footy karma yeah. for some reason with them. Yep. But they've deserved to win a few. Shocking. Would have been a very sad day for North fans, but hopefully it doesn't hurt them too much. Yeah. Saners, don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Desperate to not play finals. Mm. Do you think they'll play finals now? I am shocked that they've beaten a game. Uh, they've won a game this year. 
Well, they, yes, you've been wrong a few times about the uh, the Saners. Yeah, but I was almost right. I tipped North today. I was strong on North, and I was almost right. So what is their percentage on points? Can you get that up for me? Yep. So uh, St. Kilda, 104%. 104% percentage points? Yep. Percentage points? Percentage points. Well, how many right. games have they won, Tom? 40 points they're on. 40 points? Which is 10 wins or something. <laughs> 10 wins. Hawks are next week. Not a sure thing, but let's assume yep. they get that. 44. Yep. Carlton? No. Not a sure thing? No. Richmond? No. Not a sure thing? No. Geelong? No. Not a sure thing? No. Brisbane? No. One, two, three, four, five of their last games are not a sure thing. Yeah. As we sit here. Yeah. How many times have I said this? They will not win I think you, this year. There is an argument that you might be... What you might have been saying 10 weeks ago may have been foreboding for what's going to happen yes. in the next... I think they are a shell of the team they were in the first six weeks. They've been found out, and I don't think Russ is exactly inspiring greatness. At, well, he's been pretty upfront, to be honest. Yeah, which is brutal. A, there are good players in this team, and there are shit team players yeah. in this team. And at the end of the year, I'm going to get rid of the shit ones. Exactly, and that, that's what I think is not good for the team. Well, it's good for them in the long run to get better players. Yeah, totally. And that's the games of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's been some good things and some bad things. Yes. But most importantly, as always... There's been Malakas. Tom, use that new Greek heritage you have to tell me some Malakas. Okay. Go hard, too. I don't want you holding back. No. I've got a few Malakas here. Kane corns for victim blaming and igniting the worst sort of people. That was incredible footage. Yeah. He on the Sunday footy show. It was good. It was a good Sunday footy show. It was good. He was like, open-handed little smack. And uh, and who's who flopped? Uh, who was it? Was it Murphy? Yes. Yeah, Nathan Murphy. Is that yes, his name? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Fell back. Yeah. And uh, Matthew Lloyd came and said, "I can't believe you're doing this." Yeah. Why? Well, I, I think. I think what Kane Corns knows, and or or maybe he doesn't know, but I think when he comes out and does this stuff, mm. it actually. That's part of the reason why people send racist stuff to Willy Rioli. Because mm. it's what you talked about with Eddie. He's going to the Collingwood supporters who are the bad Collingwood supporters and the low Collingwood supporters. Mm. And he's... Trying to get them to fight. He's essentially them. gaslighting them, essentially. He's saying, nah, it was Murphy's fault. It was his fault. No, Willy Rioli punched him in the head, mate. In it- Kane Corns' defence... He hasn't had a day off in, <laughs> in like three years. Yeah. The man works so much. I don't think he sleeps. Do you know what I mean? They're like, I feel like, you know, there's creating headlines and there's, you know, creating, you know, saying the opposite to, you know, to get good engagement and stuff. Yeah. I feel like there is a, a point like what we talked about with Sam McClure the other day where it's also just wrong. I think to say Willie Rioli was in the right when he punched someone in the head and Nathan Murphy flopped and he was in the wrong, is it's wrong and it's not okay and it's not right. Um, it's in the world of like a parking inspector in that like you're just going, hey, your job will be for people to hate you, mm. but you'll get paid. Yes. And, and I- you'll be paid on commission. You'll be paid on commission, right? You'll be paid on how many um, parking tickets you yes. get. Because Keynes is like pretty much every time you get huge engagement, mm. you're getting paid better. Yes the more jobs you're getting because yes. that's what we need. Yeah. Um, so, 
do you hate the player or do you hate the game? No, like I respect that role and I enjoy that role. And that's why I don't hate Cancorns nearly as much as um, other people do. Mm. I like a lot of his takes. I like some of the discussion he stirs up when he says Collingwood were completely in the wrong to sign Brady Grundy to a seven-year contract. I love that discourse, that discussion. But... And I like it in other sports as well around the world. I like it when JJ Reddick says something ridiculous yeah, and then yeah, people yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. But there is a point where you're inciting hatred and inciting, you know, like negative stuff that really hurts people and impacts yeah. people's lives. My position is it wasn't a strong punch, mm. but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But it wasn't a strong punch. Yeah. Um, yes, what's your next, next Malacca? Will Ashcroft's injury. Yeah, that is on the line. That's very sad. The Malaka to the turf. Mm. Mark, what is the Malaka? His his knee cartilage. Just injuries. We don't want injuries in the game. Get him out of the game. Can't be having superstars missing years. No, it's he's still quite young. It's not a good one to have. No, it's real sad. Um, Do you think that this that harms Brisbane dramatically, or it's like no, he was a young player? Oh no, I don't think it it bothers them at all. I think I've been on great record that Hugh McCluggage has been pushed out of the midfield. I think they just move him more into the engine room. Doesn't bother them at all. No, not at all. At all. No, I don't think so. No, I think um, they've got one too many great midfielders. So I think they'll be fine. I think. Interesting. Okay. Um, Essendon for being pretenders. And uh, having four games against West Coast and North, you're Malakas. Okay. We already spoke about it at length, so we don't need to rehab. Hey, we've we got to mention, AFL lucky to not be Malakas because they brought up the fixture, you know, the day after I said that. they were. Oh, yeah, totally, watch. totally. Very lucky. Lucky. Um, they also said something about bouncing pills today. Yeah, no, that was Channel 7. Oh, right. They Same. said pills equal bounce. And I went, hey. Yeah. And they went, I'll follow you back. And they followed me. Um, Melbourne for giving me two heart attacks and almost having to cancel the podcast twice. Wow. Because I thought you'd be unworkable. <laughs> I was in a pretty zen mood today. I, yeah, I like would have been okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, you know what's sad? Is in my Suvlakis. I had North for making me a genius, like a tipping genius. Ah, uh, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. So I have to delete that one and move it over to Malakas. Did you tip them? Yes, I did. Um, I was the only one in the world. Who almost. Um, so, North, you're Malakas for not making me look like a Yeah, genius. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, oh. But who is your Suvlaki? So, I've got three Suvlakis. Great. The Rain in England? No, I love the rain. Yeah, we do. No, we do love the yes. rain in England. This will come out after this. Yeah. It'll <laughs> yes. come out after... The Ashes has finished. Yeah. So, we won't know... We'll either know it was a draw... Or if England have tied the series up. Yeah. So I think they've just delayed, as of time of recording, they've just delayed the inspection again because yeah. it's just started raining. So I think we'll retain the ashes because of the rain. Which was is just delicious. Yes. Absolutely is. delicious. Is it? How, where do you stand? Do you think it's unfair that we're, rec- we're retaining the ashes? No, because we won two games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they completely fair. have only won one. So on the Google um, win probability as we yeah. sit here... We're 0.5% chance of winning. Yeah. A draw is 82.5. Yeah. And England's 17%. Yeah. So all we need from the boys today, who's out? It's Marsh and Green. Sit there all day. Yeah. Do your best to block every single... What do you reckon? They'll face about 50 overs today. 
I mean, maybe not even, right? If it's still raining, like normally, oh, maybe, I don't know. It won't stay all day. No. And they'll push it and they'll push the day back and everything. Mm. But England getting upset because it's raining in England is the best thing in the world. <laughs> Your <laughs> shit so country. Silly. So silly. Great. Okay. It's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood, the team, not the fans. I'm uh, very anti their fans still. All you Collingwood listeners out oh, there. Oh, Suvlaki. Okay, yes, yes, yeah, yes We're yes, in yes. Suvers now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they've really won me over with this gameplay and the way they go about it. There's and... sections of fans, I think. Yes. There's some great fans. Swoop Luke. Yeah. The way he engages is so nice. There's a thoughtful, so anti-Joffa. Yeah. There's a cool crew of people. But there's still this... Oh, yeah. I know. I, basically, I just wanted to give Collingwood a Suvlaki. But because yeah. they had a whole bunch of racists, I was just like... Just wanted to put that caveat out there. They're not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> not all of them, but a good chunk. No, a small, <laughs> small, chunk. small chunk of assholes. <laughs> small chunk of malakas. So yeah, I, I'm. What, what do you think of what? Do you love watching them play Collingwood? Yeah. No, I do. I like watching. You do. Yeah. You're a, awesome. you're a you're a lover of the game. Me, um, not so much. <laughs> uh, Brody was good. Yeah, yeah, who we talked to on Wednesday alongside Max Lynch from the Hawthorne Football Club. It's a wonderful chat with the lads. Mm. Brody Mychek is so big. Yeah, he's he sat right here and he has massive arms. Yeah. Almost as big as mine. Um, mm. Just joking. I'm a little baby. <laughs> anyway. All right, last one. Um, after the Port Collingwood game, I started watching the Tour de France. Oh, as a bit beautiful. of a meme. Bit of a meme, bit of a joke. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? They, someone got cut in the face, so he dropped back, and then um, a doctor patched up their face from the, a moving car yeah, yeah, yeah. at 50 kilometers an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, now I like cycling. Yeah. It's... And then there's people standing on the road and stuff and cars. And... Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not watching it, but it's um, beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, you're watching these men in a battle that's, killing them mm. um, you can see why they're all on drugs it's like oh I hate yeah. these hills and then um, yeah and it's and the shots are just beautiful yeah. shots of the French countryside the whole way and it's just like these little windy roads in the nice hills nice people walking their dogs and then occasionally a car will give them a drink of water yeah and- but I just thought that whole thing of like and, and my friend Tony was telling me because um, he loves the cycling mm. that um, yeah even if like there's something wrong with the bike they just drop to the pack where the cars are and they'll like fix the bike while they're still riding. Yeah, incredible. I think that's that's cool. That's got me into the sport. You can't watch it though. Well, I only watched it for like half an hour, but I thought that was pretty that's cool. That's heaps. Like it's a real dad going to bed thing. Yeah, totally. Like it's 11 o'clock at night, put the Tour de France on, yeah. fall asleep to some English guy going, as he's riding the bike. Yeah. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. Okay, do I have to pick from this? Yeah, you can pick your Malaka, pick your Suva. Oh, Malaka, Malaka, Malaka. What are the Malakas again? Give me a quick run through. Kane, Cornswell, Ashcroft, Essendon, Melbourne. Or I guess it's I guess it's Kane, but I don't like giving him the oxygen. Yeah, I know. But give him, have we given Kane one? Well, should I just cut the whole bit? No, get Kane in there. <laughs> and then Suvas were again? Uh, the rain in England. Oh, winner, winner. winner. <laughs> okay, great. And that's knowing that we're about to go in, we're going to wake up and see if it's a draw or Yeah. I mean, so funny if we retain. Oh, it'd be so good. And then we'll just freely go about the last game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, they're my two. Let's talk about 
The headlines of the waking footy. Yep. I thought long and hard about mine. Yeah, right. I didn't just forget and write them very quickly. <laughs> What's your very, very likely to happen headline, Tom? The whole of England follows Broden's lead and demands roofs on every stadium. They would do that. There's a rule. One day is, I think, and T20s can have roofs. Tests aren't allowed to have roofs yeah. at all. I think England, after this, will be like, get a roof on there. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, yeah. I love a roof. I know. We've sort of covered this previously, but that was what I came up with. Yeah, you know? no, I like that. My very likely headline is um, less funny. It's going to be Ratton should keep coaching for the rest of the year. You yeah, right. see it now because I thought that was a good enough performance that they're going to be like, why are we bringing back Clarkson? Yeah, yeah, I hear. I don't really... People keep giving this hot take in the media is that Clarkson shouldn't come back at all this year. Why do you care? Who cares? Why, why give an opinion on that? Who yeah, cares? It's pretty irrelevant at this point, isn't it? Like, what is it? What's the? What is? What? what if they if they think it's best, like, what's the problem? Yeah, what is yeah. the stakes here? Yeah, yeah. they're going to lose either way. Totally. If he thinks there's benefit to it, what is this? What is this opinion? Who cares? Yeah, but that'll be, that'll be out there. It's like when someone's grieving and you try and force them into. Yeah. Oh, you've got to grieve more. You've got to do this and that. No, let them do their yeah, own do whatever thing. Whatever you want. Yeah. Your 50-50 likely. What's maybe going to happen? Giants now clearly the informed team in the competition. Yeah, that's going to come. That's going to come. There'll be a 360 segment on the Giants and how good they are. Yeah. And I, I think... I do, and I, it's fair because I love them. Yeah. I I think a lot of people go for Carlton and that, but really, it's the Giants at this point. Hey, can I get another Suva? Yeah. Um, just as a thought. Sam yeah. Pepper. Yeah. A fringe, almost done player. Now... One of the best players in the league. Much maligned. He's so point. good. He's so yeah. good, Pal Pepper. Some mm. of the things he did on the weekend were incredible. Yeah, that goal was great. Just want to mark that. Uh, my second, my maybe going to happen, power suck. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, you know, they're no good at all now. Yeah, so, right. Now, what, was it, how, what was the game decided by? Uh, four points. So we're going to get a power useless, no good, aren't going to make it, just complete right off of yeah, it. That would be wild, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, that's probably going to happen, I think. Yeah. And your un, un not going to happen headline. Uh, Saints sacked Ratten too early. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Mine I mean, would, really, at this point. <laughs> yes. My one, uh, we wake up, Australia win the Ashes. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen, sadly. And then finally, people are loving your songs, Tom. Yep. What did you give us last week? That rapper boy? I gave our Jay Zay out last week. And he said, I saw him and he liked that. Yeah. And what, what's your one this week? Tell us about this week. Well, tell me about someone, a friend of yours, Braden, called uh, Jade Alice. Oh! What about her? Her new band, it's a trio. What are they called? They're called Blusher. Blusher. They've got a new EP out called Should We Go Dance? It's dreamy synth pop. Yeah. Chuck on Dead End, Braden, because that's the track that I like the best. Dead End. But uh, Jade's a friend of ours. I've collaborated with Jade, Braden. Used to Blusher. Be- yeah. B-L-U-S-H-E-R. Just like fun, great yep. pop, Bit of pop from a friend of ours. Because I'm all well, about supporting local I've, I've known her since she was... Um, like 16, because I used to direct her in high school musicals. Yeah. And fun fact about Jade, her parents started Baba. Yes. They built their empire of Baba, which yeah. is um, the Australian cover band who tour around doing ABBA in Australia through the 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. That's their empire. It's and the Jade empire sometimes of, does it. And she sometimes does ABBA in yeah. Baba. Yeah. Um, I've got my music. Okay. I don't give a fuck anymore. 
Go and listen to Fleetwood Mac's greatest hits. Best band ever. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Do you even listen to much Fleetwood Mac? I only because of that viral meme that went around. Oh, yeah. When I reckon I'd dreams. know a bunch of tracks that I didn't, I don't attribute to them, you know? Like, everyone knows what I'm about to say, right? Right. They were two bands, right? And, were they? And uh, they met at Sound City in the 70s, right? So there was Lindsey Buckingham, the guitarist, and Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. and they were married, I think. Stevie Nicks, as in like yes, from Stevie School Nick. of Rock? Yes, Stevie Nicks. I didn't realize that. And then the other band was called Fleetwood Mac, I think, and it was a bunch of British people. Yeah, right. American. They met and they went, hey, let's write music together. And then they went on to make pretty much a decade's worth of hit after hit after hit mm. after hit after hit. Um, and they all fucked each other at different times. <laughs> So like Stevie left, they they broke up, and then he she started dating the drummer, and then he started dating the other female singer. All right, and then they they all rooted each other. And by the time, so every song that they have is about each other and how they fucking hate each other and how they ruin each other's lives. Yeah, that's great. And um, they're performing them every night. And there's this immense tension, but then the tension is why the music is so great. Mm. Um, hit after hit after hit, and. Uh, if you listen, Fleetwood Mac greatest hits, just the album put together of their greatest hits is so good. Hmm. So good. So that's my, uh, listen to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And anything else? I don't think so. Buy tickets to our live show if you've listened this long. You need to I'll come. redo the intro, I reckon. Yeah. I'll mention it. Yeah, great. Hmm. Bounce that pill. <laughs> 